Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. It's five thirty on a Wednesday evening. We're going to be taking just a look at the Thursday night football game. It's the Broncos at the Jets. It's going to be probably a shorter video tonight, but I do this every Wednesday evening where I just take a you know 10, 15 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes to look at the Thursday night game, depending on how good it is. Uh, so we're on the fantasyfellowship.com here. You can go ahead and click on the week four start sit charts. And uh, up here, we got a couple links. I got a good link here to the practice reports, which we'll be looking at in a little bit for the Jets and the Broncos. Uh, and then we got some opportunity reports. I'll get to that at some point too. Uh, but I mean, as we look at this start sit chart here, it's, I mean, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of holes on this chart. So you got Melvin Gordon on the Broncos side. Uh, he's probably the safest play of the bunch. The whole, ga the whole game tomorrow night, he's probably the safest play to be an RB2 at least. Hopefully we see him get a little bit more work in the passing game. I know there's some questions on Philip Lindsay being involved uh, in this one. We'll check out his practice reports in a bit. Uh, but as far as receivers, uh, I guess pass catching, I like Jerry Judy as a, a low-end wide receiver three flex. He should be a safe PPR floor of 10 to 12 points. Uh, and then you're starting Noah Fant. He was so great the last uh, the first two games. Week three was kind of okay, uh, but we should continue to feel confident enough to start him as our tight end one. Uh, but the big change here is Brett Ripien has been announced as the starting quarterback for the Broncos. So he, this is his first career start. He, it's his second year. He did play some preseason games in the year before. So I was watching some of that tape this morning and it's, it's, it's not terrible. He's got a, he's not a running quarterback by any means. So he's a typical passing quarterback, but uh, uh, he's got the ability to move the offense. He's got a couple good weapons here and we'll see if KJ Hamler can get involved too. I have him here listed on the bench. Uh, but I like I like what KJ Hamler can do. He can get open quick. He's kind of like a Deshaun Jackson uh, burner, but he can also do a lot of the short intermediate routes. So I'm interested in watching uh, Brett Ripien. Uh, we're, we're not starting him in, in two quarterback super flex leagues, uh, but KJ Hamler, we're going to keep an eye on him. Tim Patrick also, uh, he's the starting receiver on the outside. He's more of the bigger bodied receiver that kind of replaces Cortland Sutton's looks. Uh, and then you got Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, Deshaun Hamilton. We're not trusting any of these guys. So let's just take a quick look at the practice reports for Denver. Um, <clears throat> so we got a full list of practices here from three days. Uh, so we see a linebacker here is out, Jeremy Atachu. Looks like the, the Austin Calitro. He's been put on IR linebacker here. Uh, Broncos are getting hit with injuries hard right now. Terrell Casey got put on IR. A lot of questionable players on defense here. <clears throat> so the Broncos defense is going to be really suspect going forward. It's probably going to be a team that we're going to want to target uh, whoever they play against, not the Jets, but going forward, I think we're going to want to target players who go up against the Broncos. Uh, but the one guy here to keep an eye on for fantasy is going to be Philip Lindsay. He's listed as questionable. He was limited in practice all week. So this is a really good sign. I don't think we're starting Philip Lindsay, <clears throat> but uh, we're going to definitely keep an eye on it. If he gets a couple snaps or if he gets, you know, five, six carries, uh, we'll take that as a positive, and hopefully he can come out healthy on this one. And then maybe in week five, if we like what we see, uh, Philip Lindsay could be a guy that uh, could help us going forward. I think this Broncos offense is going to be pretty run heavy uh, until Drew Locke returns. <clears throat> but again, without Cortland Sutton and uh, a couple other pieces on defense, this team's going to want to hand the ball off and try to play some small ball, I think, and then take their shots with Jerry Judy, Fant, and maybe KJ Hamler. So, uh, and then I want to take a look here at, uh, let's pull up. So I do this week three opportunity report. You can find this on the fantasyfellowship.com as well. And uh, basically this is just a list of the snap counts and the stats <clears throat> and everything we needed to know that happened last week. So it's alphabetical. So I'm just scrolling down here to get to the Broncos. Uh, but we did see Brent Rupian come in for a little bit last weekend. He played 21% of the snaps, only 13 total, uh, but he went eight for nine, 53 yards and an interception. 
So he's going to be an efficient quarterback. Uh, like I said, he's not a running quarterback. He never ran in college a lot. I think he finished every starting season uh, with negative rushing yards. So he's not going to add any value with his legs. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple yards at best. But uh, And then we got the running back snaps here. It was a heavy Melvin Gordon game. Again, this game was kind of a blowout, so the running game really wasn't involved here. We see them attempt 39 passes. And between Melvin Gordon and Royce Freeman, only 10 rushing attempts. So this is going to be a number that we're going to want to see a little bit more increased, uh, especially against an inferior opponent in the Jets. Uh, so expect Melvin Gordon to get more than 10, 12 carries in this one. I like the targets here, but again, if we expect them to run the ball and kind of control this game, uh, I think Melvin Gordon's going to have a lot more carries and maybe three or four targets. And it really depends if Philip Lindsay comes back. They're probably going to uh, maybe, well, Lindsay should get more work than Royce Freeman, but maybe they are kind of ginger with him and they don't want to give him a full workload of snaps right away. Uh, but as far as the running backs, we're only interested in Melvin Gordon. We want to see what Philip Lindsay can do from our benches. And then the receiver group here, uh, we see KJ Hamler, 92% on 58 snaps. We see Tim Patrick, 84% on 53 snaps. And then Jerry Judy, he was kind of banged up with his ribs. I think he hurt those week two, but he came out uh, pretty much unscathed in this one. So that's good to see. But 73%, 46 snaps. And Jerry Judy, uh, nine targets. He paced the receivers and targets. He caught five of them for 55 yards. Uh, Tim Patrick caught all four of his targets for 43 yards and one touchdown. Uh, and then KJ Hamler, three catches on five targets for 30 yards. And then they tried a, a rushing attempt with him. Uh, so these are going to be the three guys that they try to get on the field the most. You see the next closest receiver to Sean Hamilton, only 12 snaps. Uh, so when Denver goes three wide receiver sets, these are the three guys that we got to keep an eye on. And then, uh, I mean, if you think about what Brett, Brett Ripien has been for the Broncos, uh, it's his second year. He's been pretty much the number two, number three quarterback on the practice squad or the practice team during, you know, the, the regular season. So I have a feeling he's got a good report with a guy like Tim Patrick, considering that they were together all of last year. And then they probably had a good amount of time together this training camp. Uh, so I'm interested to see who he is connecting with. I think he's going to be the biggest boost for Noah Fant because he likes, I don't know, he's got a good... He's got a good strong arm, and I think he can stand in the pocket and deliver it of Noah Fount. So uh, we see Noah down here with 10 targets, 5 catches, 46 yards. He was on the field 84% of the snaps, so 53 total. Uh, so we really like what Noah Fant can do. And then, yeah, I don't know. This whole game, man, I, I'm really not comfortable starting Broncos. I don't have a lot of Bronco players uh, on my important fantasy teams. Uh, so I'm kind of viewing this as like a, a scouting night, I think. We'll see how good Brett Ripley can do. Uh, but that's pretty much where we're at with the Broncos from last week. We can uh, we can take a look here one more time. And again, Melvin Gordon running back two. I think Jared Judy. I mean, he had nine targets last week. I know some of those were from uh, Jeff Driscoll, but we should see him with a safe floor from Brett Ripien. Noah Font is the fine tight end one. And then basically, we're just going to monitor everybody else from the bench. Uh, I have a question mark next to maybe for the Broncos defense, but we will. Even though it's the Jets, we don't want any part of the Broncos defense right now because they're pretty banged up. A lot of guys on IR just doesn't look pretty. And then I guess on the Jets side of things, I mean, I'm just totally at a loss here. I don't think I'm going to recommend starting any New York Jets players. I do have a question mark next to Jamison Crowder, but let's take a look at their practice reports real quick. So listed out, they have receiver Brashad Perriman. Um, other, other wide receivers here, Chris Hogan. He looked like he was limited all week with ribs. He should be okay to go. Uh, but the big name to keep an eye on here is Jamison Crowder. If Crowder was dropped in any of your leagues, uh, he might, especially a PPR league, I think Jamison Crowder might be a guy worth holding on to because this offense should be better. Uh, hopefully Adam Gase is a uh, kick to the curb pretty soon, but Le'Veon Bell's coming back. 
so if you add Le'Veon Bell, Jamison Crowder, and then maybe subtract Adam Gase, maybe things open up. Like I, I don't know. But we know uh, when Crowder is in there and healthy, he's going to leave this team in targets. There's really no other fantasy assets uh, that we're worrying about for um, for practice reports, though. Uh, but man, just on the bench, Sam Darnold, we're not using him in quarterback two super flex leagues. I know in a couple of my super flex leagues, he's been dropped. Uh, so there's no interest there, but like I said, Le'Veon Bell's coming back soon. Crowder's getting healthier. Maybe Sam Darnold can, can kind of have a second half of this season like he did last year, but then also Frank Gore, uh, Kalen Bellage, these guys are going to be the primary ball carriers tomorrow night, but we don't, even though it's the Broncos, I mean, I'm open to one of these guys making some plays, but I just, uh, these guys should not be on your teams. Uh, and then I listed Braxton Berrios, Chris Hogan, and Chris Herndon. These are going to be the other receivers that see a lot of play snaps. Um, <clears throat> so let's just take a look at the opportunity report from last weekend. And then we'll scroll down here to the New York Jets. Uh, so Frank Gore, 26 snaps. Michael P. Ryan, I should probably add his name to the list. He got a good amount of run, 21 snaps. And then Bellage, 19 snaps. So this is like a three-way split. We want nothing to do with it. Uh, but it's encouraging, I guess, to see P. Ryan, the rookie, get some run here. Kalen Bellage, five targets, caught all five and 44 yards. So that's I raised my eyebrow. Um, so whatever. But we're not we're not banking on these running backs here. The wide receiver snaps: Braxton Berrios, 81%, and Chris Hogan, 80%. These guys are the the receivers that are going to be on the field and get the targets if um, if Jamison Crowder cannot go. So we see four targets, 64 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, for Barrios, we see three targets, no catches for Hogan. So Hogan, we're not picking up Barrios and Hogan. Uh, but then Josh Malone, third receiver here, no targets. Fourth receiver here, Lawrence Tager, four targets, two catches, 35 yards. We're just not interested in the Jets receivers at all. I'm, I mean, I guess I'm open to, if Jamison Crowder is available in your league, I'm open to having him as like my last piece on the bench. Uh, but even then, I'm just not comfortable starting a Jets player. And then Chris Herndon, as much as he's getting snaps and five targets, it's only three catches, 21 yards. So it's to the point where I'm wondering if he could be dropped right now. But yeah, man, uh, this game is uh, this is going to be a, a painful game to watch Thursday night football. But uh, look on the bright side. We got the Bears and the Buccaneers next Thursday night. So we just got to get through this one. Uh, we got a couple good primetime games to look forward to. But hopefully you're not depending on this one. Uh, for fantasy that much, maybe just these guys on the Broncos side here, but uh, it's going to be a good scouting night. I think for me, just watching Brett Ripping and seeing what he can do. I want to see what I want to watch Jerry Judy. I want to watch KJ Hamler. Uh, I want to watch some of these young Broncos and see what they can do. So that's pretty much it. And then uh, with my start sit charts, I do have everything filled out, all the games filled out with the, the starts and sits for each game. Uh, but I'm trying something new here. Where I, I mean, in the past, in the past, I was typing up, you know, a good paragraph or two for each team. Uh, but I think what I'm going to do going forward is I'm just going to list the fantasy points per game allowed um, by that team. So we see fantasy points per game allowed to the quarterbacks. The Broncos are allowing uh, 20.5, and this is with four-point passing touchdowns. So the Broncos are a target against the pass. Uh, the Jets are in the middle of the field with 18.5 fantasy points allowed to the quarterback. Uh, but the running backs, the Broncos are actually pretty good against the running backs. Uh, 26th and the Jets are fifth. We're, uh, I guess this is uh, 30.7 fantasy points for the Jets that they allow. The Broncos only 19.4. So the Jets are the fifth easiest team to run on, or I guess to get fantasy points against. Uh, and then the Broncos, for some reason, they allow quite a bit of PPR points to wide receivers, and they allow a, a good amount of points to tight ends. So that's 
something to watch going forward, I guess. We're not really trusting the Jets at all, uh, but it's something I'm going to monitor. The Jets actually have a decent defense just on paper. Uh, so we'll see if the Broncos can muster up enough here. But yeah, I don't know. This So, I mean, we've kind of already talked about everything with the Jets. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of set the stage and the schedule for the rest of the week here. If you're new to the Fantasy Fellowship, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm putting out videos almost every day during the week uh, at the moment. And we're going to keep pumping out good articles and good opportunity reports. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the fellow KGB. Hit me up with your questions there. Uh, but yeah, I got uh, everything you need here on the fantasyfellowship.com. You can uh, here we'll hit the homepage. I got my week start sit charts or week four start sit charts. We got uh, I do a waiver wire column every every week. Uh, I'll do a live video for the waiver wire every Monday around five thirty six o'clock. Uh, and then, of course, I'm every after every game, I go ahead and I start logging the opportunity report. So this is a really crucial piece of information that I think more fantasy people need to be looking at. And then on, I think on Friday night or Saturday night, I'm going to hang out with my friend Jesse Meineke, and we're going to talk about some uh, some DraftKings player prop bets that we like. Uh, so last week we went in, we we took 10 people. We kind of had six guys that we agreed on, and then we kind of each had our own two separate guys that we liked. Uh, but on the whole, we went 7-10. and 10. So that would have been a pretty good weekend for you if you were uh, betting player props. So yeah, a lot of things brewing over here on the fantasyfellowship.com. Check out the start sit charts, check out everything that I've been putting out, uh, like the video, and uh, yeah, thank you for your time. We'll see you in another video. Peace.